Welcome to the Radical Audacity Podcast. I'm Tiffany Kane, your host. On this podcast, you are going to meet people that walk their own path, live life on their own terms, let go of other people's rules and expectations and the shoulds in life, and instead live life in their own truth, integrity, and authenticity. This podcast will give you the inspiration you need to live your own radically audacious life. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tiffany's Titillating Talks. This is when I share with you some musings, some things I've been thinking about, some things that have been on my mind. And today, I am talking about how we support people that are going through difficult times, Um, whether it is significant health issues, maybe it's mental health issues, maybe it's the loss of a loved one. Um, Those difficult times, right? Like those things when people need love and support, what do we say to them? How do we support them? How do we help them? The reason I'm bringing it up today is because I'm going through my own health saga. Um, As you guys know, I'm having a hysterectomy next week. And I had a breast cancer scare. I had a mammogram come back. It was kind of all in the same timing, right? I went for my annual at the end of December. And, (laughs) um, you know, it was right before my 48th birthday. So it was kind of, it was literally, I think three or four days before my birthday, I went and got my annual and was talking to my doctor and, you know, telling her that, you know, some things don't feel right. I'm feeling a little off. I I wonder if it's my hormones. So we did some additional testing, which some stuff came back abnormal. So led to more testing and more testing. Uh, long story short, I had to go get a uterine ultrasound. And while I was at the ultrasound center, I said, well, I'll just go ahead and do my mammogram while I'm here as well. So I went and got my mammogram. Well, my uterine ultrasound came back abnormal, which led to a biopsy, which led to, um, you know, finding abnormal cells. And so I am getting a hysterectomy. And I do have a history of gynecological issues, and I've had several um, procedures and things of that sort. So I was not surprised at the hysterectomy news. It wasn't fun news. It was, you know, if, and if you listened to the episode, um, my, <laughs> it's <laughs> very subtly called the episode title is death and a hysterectomy. <laughs> so subtle. Yeah. I was a little dramatic when I, I <laughs> posted that episode, um, you know, so, you know, whenever you get news like that, it is a little bit emotional, but it wasn't shocking or surprising that it was something that I would need. Um, I kind of had known for several years that I was probably moving down that path to that's what I would need. So long story short, um, I going through all of that, And in the midst of that, my mammogram came back abnormal as well. And I needed to have further imaging with that. And so last Friday, I was supposed to go and get an ultrasound. I wasn't overly concerned about it. I do not have a history of breast cancer in my family. I've never had an abnormal uh, mammogram before. My doctor didn't seem all of that concerned. I did 
have COVID shortly before I had my mammogram. So, you know, there's always that, you know, was there inflammation or something from having COVID? You know, I just wasn't overly concerned about it. It was one of those things where I was going to go get an ultrasound. And then if there was something to be concerned about, fine. But I, you know, I didn't have giant concerns in my head. So Friday, <laughs> the I was scheduled to get my ultrasound and I was in the shower getting ready for the appointment and my phone rings. And I don't know about you guys, but nobody calls anymore. It's either a sales call or probably something important. So I peek my head out of the shower. I look at my phone and I see that it's the breast center. And I'm like, huh, that's strange. Why are they calling? So I answer the phone in the shower in all my COVID fluff glory. I'm on the phone and I'm like, hello, what's, you know, this is Tiffany, what's up? And they're all, well, the radiologist has been looking at your film and has decided that more imaging is needed and has ordered more tests for you and wants you to meet with them. I was like, okay, that doesn't sound good. And then she had the kicker of, and we can't get you in today for all of that. And I said, well, can't I just come in and get my ultrasound? And they said, no, we want you to get all of it at the same time. And you need to meet with the radiologist and it will be a week before we can get you in. So I'm like, okay, you're telling me that this is worse than I thought and you're going to make me wait. And she's all, Yeah. Basically, I mean, of course, she wasn't that flip about it. She was empathetic. But, you know, in my head, <laughs> in my head, because I'm a little dramatic, it turned into kind of feeling like uh, there wasn't a lot of concern about me, which there was. I was just being dramatic. Anyway, long story short, um, you know, I today ended up, the the day that I am recording this ended up being the day that I could get in for this appointment. And so it was um, almost a week of worrying, you know, and it was um, as much as you don't want to worry and create scenarios when you, you don't know what's going on. It's, it's honestly very hard not to when you get news like that, right? It's really hard not to think about those kind of things. And I lost my very best friend to breast cancer seven, almost eight years ago. And watching her go through that, watching what it did to her poor body, just, it was horrific. I I, I can't describe it right now because, um, well, it's horrific. It, it was, it was, like being in a in a horror movie, really, what happened to her poor body. Um, and watching her go through that was brutal. And she was a young mother and and that was devastating. And so of course I can't help but have images of that flashed through my head for this whole past week. And I'm not gonna lie, I've been an anxiety ridden mess. Today was my appointment. And I go in for this extra imaging, the special kind of mammogram, and then the ultrasound. And you guys, the ultrasound technician spent not even a minute. She's like checking things out. She can't find anything. She's all, okay, just I'll be back in just a second. I'm going to go talk to the doctor. 
less than five minutes later, she's back in there. She's like, okay, you're good to go. You can, you know, wipe up and go back and get dressed. You're good to go. Like, wait, what? I'm not meeting with the radiologist. No, you don't need to. I didn't find anything on the ultrasound. So you're good. We want you to come back in six months because there was something on the, the mammogram that was a little bit abnormal, but it's probably just tissue because I didn't see anything on the ultrasound. I could have had the ultrasound last Friday, you guys. I could have had the ultrasound and avoided all of this. Anyway, you know, so I'm I'm relieved. I'm absolutely relieved. Uh, today was also my pre-op with my doctor about my hysterectomy. So there's those emotions, but those were more expected emotions, things that I understand a little bit better. So I'm relieved. But this got me to thinking about the way we support people that are going through traumas, um, health traumas, loss of a loved one, things like that. And it, it got me thinking. And I think each of us needs something a little bit different. And when we offer people comfort, we're often offering them comfort that we think would be comforting. And I did, oh, you guys, I just, I had so many of you reach out and offer me comfort. And so I, I want to preface this with, I know that everything anybody said to me, any message anybody gave me was absolutely out of love and support. But there were some messages that were less comforting than others. And so I thought it would be interesting to have a conversation with you guys about it because not a single message came from a bad place. Not a single message came from a hurtful place. I know every message came from a place of love and support, but there were some messages that didn't feel supportive. And I want to talk about why. And I want this to be a conversation between us. I would love for you to reach out to me and tell me what messages feel comforting and supportive to you because it's different for each of us. It's very different. We each need something different. Here's what I need when I'm going through a difficult time. I need to know that my feelings are valid. I mean, I know in my core that my feelings are valid, uh, but I do a lot of processing of my feelings by talking to the people I care about. I mean, hello, I'm a podcast host and I talk to you guys. Like it's it's a processing for me. I talk, right? And so when I would reach out, whether it's through message or a phone call to a friend, a loved one, and let them know what I'm going through, what I want to hear is, yeah, this shit sucks. I'm sorry. Like, that really sucks. How can I help? What do you need? This sucks. I just kind of want to hear that. Like that, it's, a, it's validating my feelings. That's it. What I got a lot of was... It's probably nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't take your mind to the place of worry. Uh, uh, everything will be okay. You, you, you know, the universe has your back. You know, those kinds of things, which were all from places of love. But for me, they felt very invalidating. It felt like people saying, oh, these emotions you're feeling right now, this anxiety, this fear uh, is unwarranted. Like you shouldn't be feeling it. And when you're in, when I'm in a raw emotional place, that's not what I need, right? 
I just kind of need a hug. I just need somebody going, yeah, it sucks. Can I give you a hug? Like that feels good to me. That feels that feels like a place of empathy. That feels like a place of togetherness. Brene Brown, in one of her talks, really talked about empathy as being that place where, you know, if your friend is down in the deep, dark hole, you kind of climb down and sit there next to them and give them a hug and say, all right, I see where you're at. I'm here, I'm hugging you. What do you need? And and I think that's really beautiful. Like that's true empathy. I think somebody kind of calling down, you know, if you're down in that deep, dark hole and somebody's up at the, the top going, hey, it's gonna be all right. You're okay. Calm down. Don't worry. You don't have anything to worry about. You know, the dark's not quite as scary as you think. You can get out of this hole. It's all right. In that exact moment, it's not helpful. You know, in the future, when you, for me, when I can process my feelings and emotions and I want help getting out of the hole, then that is super helpful, right? But sometimes you just need somebody to just give you a hug and sit with you and say, gosh, I'm sorry. It's, it sucks. Can I give you a hug? It's just validating. It feels feels like somebody is there with me. And I appreciate that. So I want to know what feels good to you. I mean, the messages of God has a reason, God has a purpose, of, uh, you know, universe has your back, what's meant for you will always be there for you. Like sometimes those don't feel very good because, you know, Like, I lost my best friend to breast cancer. Was that her purpose? Was that what God meant for her? Was that, you know, I'm kind of of the opinion of time and unforeseen circumstances befall us all. I mean, that's in the Bible as well, you know, and, and, um, you know, it's kind of that, like, you know, shit happens sometimes. Um, It does. It just does. You, (laughs) you know crap happens to the best people in the world. Um, It does. It doesn't matter how good you are, how great at manifesting you are, how altruistic and loving and giving you are, crap happens. Um, One of my dear friends was in a terrible car accident and she is now paralyzed and and she lost her three-year-old daughter when the car caught on fire like that's and and she truly is one of the most gorgeous human beings you've ever met like the love that emanates from this woman even now when she's stuck in a wheelchair as a quadriplegic she is one of the most beautiful humans you've ever met in your life you know her love emanates from her but is that what the universe meant for her you know like <laughs> it it's I don't find those messages very comforting. I don't feel like that is really, you know, it's a nice message when everything goes right, but when, when things go wrong, it's not a comforting message. That's just the way I feel. It's the way I feel. It's one opinion. I'd love to hear what you feel. 
what you think. What is comforting to you? I am pretty sure everybody that listens to this podcast has been in a situation where you have lost a loved one, where you have dealt with your own significant health issues. Maybe you're dealing with your own mental health battles. Um, You've all been in a place where you need love and comfort and empathy and solidarity. And I'd love to know from you what makes you feel comfortable? What makes you feel like you have that empathy and solidarity when you're there in that deep, dark hole? It's definitely different when you're out of the hole of what you need. But when you're in the deep, dark hole, what is it that you need? I hope you reach out to me. I really and truly hope you reach out to me and you let me know. Thank you all. I love you. I love every single one of you. I love every message of support that has been given to me. Please, please, please don't take this episode as um, personally. If you gave me a message that would have been comforting to you and I didn't find it comforting to me, it's okay. Like, I'm strong enough inside myself and I'm fully aware of every message came to me with love. And I appreciated every message. I just wanted to open the conversation and and hear what's important to you guys. And you know, I believe in every, heck no, every, <laughs> this, this episode's definitely getting an E for explicit rating. Um, every sit, shit sandwich that we are served, I do believe there's a heck yes somewhere. You know, I, I, I call myself the heck yes coach for a reason because there's a lot of hell no's out there. There's a lot of times we run straight into a brick wall where, you know, life hits us over the head or serves us a shit sandwich. I, I, I know this for a fact. And I know that in every hell no, in every shit sandwich, there is a heck yes. I know in everything we can turn it around. I mean, in fact, my, my darling friend, um, who's the quadriplegic now is going to start her own podcast. And I think she's going to serve so many people and offer comfort to so many people um, with her message. And so I know there are some positive things that are going to come out of her horrific situation. They won't bring her baby daughter back. They won't um, offer her relief from the multitude of challenges and pain that she has from being quadriplegic and all of the health issues that come with that. But I know that there will be beautiful things that come out of her telling her story and sharing her story and opening up to other people that have gone through similar situations. So even in the most horrific of hell knows, there are beautiful heck yeses. And I'm going to have her on as a guest on this podcast so you get to meet her. You're going to fall in love with her. She's such a glorious human. Um, so anyway, I know there are heck yeses in all the hell no's. I do. I know there are. But sometimes when you are in the midst of that hell no, you just need a hug. At least I do. At least I do. What do you need? What do you want? Reach out to me. Let me know. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for being with me today. 
I hope the stories of radical audacity that you heard today inspire you. If something resonated with you, please come on over to my DMs and let me know what you think of the episode, or better yet, leave a rating and review. And if you can think of a friend that would love to be inspired by these stories and would be uplifted and encouraged, please share this episode with your friend. Thank you so much for being here on this journey with me. Have a beautiful day.